pissed about the couple shots that I feel like I didn't get. But more than anything, far more than anything, it was those last moments where I could have been more there and that bothered me. I could have just been a little bit more present. I could have been a little bit more engaged with her and making sure that she truly knew and believed and that it was all fine and good. And, um, and that's really powerful. Understanding what's important to us, even if it's through um, a misfortune or you know something that's unfortunate and not ideal, uh, is really powerful because we can put this into practice going forward when we inevitably encounter something else that challenges us later in life, right? So now I know that if that little shit camera does that again, kidding, <laughs> that thing is a loyal soldier. It has done me well. <laughs> uh, after all these years, this one incident and I'm talking shit about it. So like next time, if that happens to me, I'll know, yes, of course, I want to troubleshoot and navigate, but I will know to place more priority and more importance around being there over anything. And I knew that, and I know that I was not just coming up against a hurdle, but I was feeling and seeing and living my way through something that only created a stronger knowing and a stronger foundation in my beliefs and in my process and in my craft. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations, my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning and my deep belief that your nothingness is your everything and all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora. I'm your host. I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. So today I want to talk about momentum and what I actually discovered that it meant for me. And I think this whole... I'm really getting into it, aren't I? <laughs> it's Tuesday night. This drops at like two in the morning on Wednesdays. Uh, <clears throat> and I've just been mulling and mulling over what I want to talk about. And one, I want to talk about momentum because in my membership, my monthly membership is called Nostalgia Now. And every month we have a intention, just something to stick in the back of our mind as we move through the month. And I just want to highlight how important the reflection process is in whatever you're doing, because there's so much that we do at a subconscious level that we don't really, aren't really aware, overtly aware of it and things that we come to understand. And 
just doing this membership over the last, I think it's seven months old now. Um, I think growing into the eighth, eighth month, I'm shocked every single month at the revelations that come through with it. And just the deep connection and bonding that happens with, with the members in the group through meeting up once a month, reflecting on our months on our own, and then sharing with one another. It's, it's pretty incredible. But so this month was momentum and I wanted it to be momentum because I really have been wanting to feel that like traction. And it's so funny because when I recorded the video to talk about the intention for the month and what I thought I wanted it to be, I stated that this momentum didn't need to be and probably shouldn't be looked at towards some huge goals and some huge accomplishments and some. I'm going to have to pause recording. I don't know if you hear that, but it sounds like elephants are upstairs in my living room because of my kids. Anyway, so I really felt like I knew what I was going to expect. I knew what I was expecting. I knew what I wanted to experience and what I wanted to see. Um, I explained in the video in the beginning of the month that momentum is really meant to be seen in all of the tiny spaces and places so that we're not um, belittling our actions and we're really understanding what it is that's giving us energy um, and what isn't. And by the end of the month, I looked back and I looked at all the pictures that I had taken over the last month. And I came to the conclusion that I was subconsciously expecting momentum to feel like the, the little engine that could like going up a mountain. Okay, here we go. Like this momentum is coming like this very aggressive, um, masculine, like, okay, I'm going to get things going here. And what it ended up feeling like in the most beautiful twist is ease. It felt like flow. It felt like being present to what was already there the whole time. Um, I actually, I'll read you a little snippet from what I wrote Um, in every one of my templates. So at the end of the month in, in this membership, everyone gets a template with spaces for pictures with little prompts on them. And then there's like a journal uh, prompt. And what I wrote on this one was momentum felt easy when I would pause to acknowledge it. Perhaps it's always there. I just don't always notice. It feels hard because of the imbalance of ideas and desires I have over time. A lot of things felt good on accident and slowing down to speed up. Momentum feels like ease, not revving up. Um, so I want to invite you to think about for yourself, if you had to look at the last week and decide what events, big, medium, and small and tiny gave you energy and felt like something that contributed to your well-being, what would you list? And, you know, paying attention to all of the good things 
is amazing and it helps them multiply and attract. But I often find as well, when I take a minute to look more closely at the shit and the stuff that sucked and the stuff that triggered me, I'm able to understand why I reacted so strongly and I'm able to make distinctions around things that I would have misunderstood otherwise. For example, I actually had one of my first, um, it really hasn't happened often. I can't really think of another time, but I had a session recently where my camera was acting up, like really acting up. And uh, I mean, to the point where I was telling it to do things and it either was stalled or it wasn't listening and doing the opposite. Like my shutter speed, instead of going faster, it was going slower. It was so crazy. And it was very frustrating for me because I'm a very fast shooter and there were kids around and I was seeing, even though I wasn't like feeling like, oh my gosh, I missed the shot. I didn't have that feeling, but I was knowing as I was seeing moments come across and pressing the button, I was knowing that the shutter wasn't, wasn't going off. So I was effectively losing shots, but I wasn't, you know, the way I shoot, no one would know the shots that I missed, but me, but I mean, it was fine. It was just not ideal. And when I really, when I got, when I got in the car after that session, I was very not centered. Like I still had my good energy from like my buzzing energy from the whole session. And I still loved it very much. Um, But that last part at the end, when my camera really started acting up, didn't sit well with me. And I was thinking about it. And, you know, I realized I really wasn't upset that my camera wasn't working well. Like it sucked. It pissed me off, of course. But what was making me react like that and why I was discontent, it wasn't about my camera. It was about knowing that it took away from my presence at the end of the shoot. And it was a really enlightening moment for me because, you know, I could tell by the end, mama was tired and a little bit like, okay, this, you know, the kids were due for nap time. And I did say, it's fine, whatever they do or don't do. It's perfect. It's fine. It really is. And I really believe that. And I did say it, but I just know and I felt in my bones that had I not been a little bit preoccupied with trying to manage and find workarounds in my camera for what was happening, I could have sat and been a little bit more engaged with her. And that bothered me. Again, it's not something that I believe anyone else would have noticed or even known about, but sitting with that feeling that I had and being able to discover that distinction. And I say discover because I didn't realize that's what was like working me up more. I I was like, Oh, pissed about the couple shots that I feel like I didn't get, but more than anything, far more than anything. It was those last moments 
where I could have been more there. And that bothered me. I could have just been a little bit more present. I could have been a little bit more engaged with her and making sure that she truly knew and believed and that it was all fine and good. And, um, and that's really powerful. Like understanding what's important to us, even if it's through um, a misfortune or, you know, something that's unfortunate, and not ideal. Uh, is really powerful because we can put this into practice going forward when we inevitably encounter something else that challenges us later in life, right? So now I know that if that little shit camera does that again, kidding, (laughs) that thing is a loyal soldier. It has done me well. (laughs) Uh, After all these years, this one incident, and I'm talking shit about it. Um, I should name him. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's a him. I don't know why. I feel I don't know. I have a lot of masculine energy. I don't know. Um, what was I saying? I went on a tangent about personifying my camera. Does anybody else feel like that? Like their camera is like a companion for them. Uh, oh yeah. So like next time, if that happens to me, I'll know. Yes, of course, I want to troubleshoot and navigate, but technically being able to find a workaround, but I will know to place more priority and more importance around being there with my client over anything. And I knew that, and I know that, and that's basically what my whole new course is centered around is being brave enough to be there and really be there through it all, uh, regardless of any other circumstances um, that come into play in a session or in a moment where you have your camera out anyway. So yes, that so circling back and connecting the dots here, um, that was momentum for me. That felt like movement, right? Momentum movement. It felt like I was not just coming up against a hurdle, but I was feeling and seeing and living my way through something that only created a stronger knowing and a stronger foundation in my beliefs and in my process and in my craft. And for any of you that have curious minds about the technical mishap, um, what I did to navigate in the moment, my camera was locking up and being slow is I, of course, the token turned it off, turned back on. Um, And then I ended up because it was being so glitchy, I ended up setting it to manual, like locking focus, setting it to manual, and then leaving my settings and not touching them, leaving them on something that I was capturing all the highlights and then just shooting. And then if I moved, I tried to focus it. And then it it definitely had to be a more methodical, slower shoot. I mean, it was literally the last 10, 15 minutes. So it was okay. But it was very interesting to see how I felt in that situation and also how um, how it felt to shoot in a way that wasn't native to me. I feel like that can be a whole nother talk or workshop or something. Um, so yeah, I, I found momentum even in the shit of it. I mean, and P.S. now it's like I'm finding it really hard to even 
stop what I'm doing and record this podcast episode because I really want to get to editing these photos. I love them very, very much. But it's really funny and it also confirms. So something I say about the craft is that another reason to prioritize your experience over, you know, getting the shot is because these photographs carry energy. They carry emotion in them. And it's not just what it looks like. It's what it felt like in that moment. So when I'm scrolling through from the beginning to the end, I feel the progression of the feelings I felt throughout the shoot. And so at the very end, the last few photos, I very distinctly, in contrast to the images, I distinctly feel like this <laughs> remembering how I felt in that moment. So I I don't know if you've shared that experience, but it's just a whole another level of confirmation of just always, always, always prioritizing being there um, over trying to coerce something um, or, you know, just over manipulate or over manage something and kind of losing, losing touch with what's the truth of what's happening. And nothing's more beautiful than the truth. Nothing. Even when the truth is painful. Okay. I think that's it for now. I think that's it for now. I feel like there was other things that I wanted to talk about, but I really want to get to it, to this editing. Would you be interested in seeing some editing videos? I'm curious. I know last time I tried to edit while talking about the podcast and that didn't, that didn't work out so well. Can't multitask in that way. Have you had a technical snafu on a shoot? And if you have, take a second and think back to what happened, how you felt. And now try to go three or four whys underneath it. Like I felt this way because blah, blah, blah. Okay. And why, what does that mean? The why, what does that mean? Um, to try to get a little bit more at the root, at the root of your why. So for instance, the story I told, it's like, Oh, I felt very unsettled and, um, misaligned. Why? Oh, my camera was giving me shit. It wasn't working. It was locking up. Well, why was that a problem? Because I wasn't able to get the shots that I really wanted. Why was that a problem? Because I saw them and they were leaving and I knew that the, the mom was getting a little bit stressed and I wanted to be able to get them more efficiently. Okay. Well, why? Why is that a problem? Oh, because I wanted her to feel comfortable. And now I'm realizing that I could have done that. I could have been more engaged and present and with her rather than trying to make sure my camera was working better. Oh, so it's less about the camera malfunction. And it's more about what's the most important thing to me. Yeah. Okay. Got it. See what it did there? <laughs> the scary world in my mind. Um, anyway, if you have a go at this and you make some sort of 
realization over something, let me know. Let me know. I would love to hear. And if you are interested in learning more about Nostalgia Now, the membership in which we kind of mine our brains uh, once a month in this way, um, check out the link in my Instagram bio. Maybe I'll, I'll put it in the show notes as well. And you can learn more about that um, that membership. It is a super simple, um, beautiful, and timeless, I'd say, process that is very low maintenance and very high reward. That's what I feel about it. Um, you just go about your life the way you normally would, just knowing the intention in the back of your mind for that month and being able to look through that lens just in a very subtle way. And then at the end of the month, we look at our photos from only from that month and you plug a couple into the template that I make. And then we talk about it. It sounds so simple, but it is very, very enriching. And if you're interested in getting on the wait list for my new course, that's coming out soon. I'd say in a month, I got to look at my dates. Um, then you can get on the wait list as well. And that will be at the link in the bio. So when you're on the wait list, you will be the first to know when it launches. And um, and yeah, there's going to be all sorts of exciting stuff coming up. It's all around being able to create with meaning and purpose and stay connected to your vision, no matter what, no matter what's going on. And I feel like the universe has been sending me some interesting challenges in order to super make sure that I can cover every facet of <laughs> of the course materials with my own experience. So don't you worry. I just crossed off a technical snafu. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, I hope, I hope this was helpful and I will see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. <laughs> and two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast. <laughs>